This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup, just like a front three of Reese, Keane and Frockyar, right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around, to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Namaste. Welcome back. Not been up to much, have you? How's things? I've been I've been doing absolutely nothing whatsoever. Great to be back. Really is good to be back speaking with you, especially like we've never been away. And I'll tell you what, we're really giving the listeners a treat this week. We had that brilliant podcast we did yesterday with Guy Clark, which was a real absorbing listen. I listened on my flight back from Dubai in the early hours of this morning, as we're, uh, as we're recording now on Wednesday afternoon. Really enjoyed that. Like It was two proper, consummate professionals really chewing the fat hard uh, and I was listening to it thinking how on earth am I going to get back on that podcast it was an absorbing listen two two lads who know their onions inside out really really enjoyed it I got tweeted earlier on today to say that it was a different podcast and they said it's no slides on me but my word I was thinking you know without me this podcast could could gain stardom but yeah great to be back um not entirely sure what what we're going to talk about, but no doubt we'll uh, we'll come out with our usual nonsense for the next half an hour or, or however long it may take. All well on the planes, the flights were okay. Podcast didn't help you get to sleep, did it? No, I, I notoriously can't sleep on planes, hence why I downloaded the podcast to see whether that could change anything. But it was that engrossing a listen that I was awake. You could argue I was more more awake after than ever. podcast than I was before. Mm. Yeah, it gave me a new lease of life. Yeah, no, the planes were, were perfectly fine, to be fair, on time, clean. Yeah, they were fine. It's just my inability to sleep on, on planes that, that could well be my downfall. Although I don't know whether I'm quite um, delirious now or whether I'm doing okay, but I'm just trying to stay awake because I've now been awake for you know the best part of about 28 hours. Yeah, we'll have to see, but I'm all right. I feel quite upbeat. Good. Give us the lowdown on Hyderabad. Mental place. Absolutely really? insane place. Worth going though. Mm. Like a really, really good experience. Like it's just hectic. It's insane. The traffic there's the the first thing to note. Like you don't get anywhere quickly. 
Like you can be going on a journey in an Uber, which is remarkably cheap in India, by the way. I got I got an Uber last night to the airport, which was about an hour's drive away, and it cost me eight pounds fifty, which is just insane. <laughs> when you compare the prices here, and, and even compared to taxes over here, it's it's remarkably cheap Uber. But yeah, that was ridiculous. But you don't get anywhere quickly, like. Like you can be travelling a few miles and it'll take you half an hour. Yeah. You just don't move. You've got like bikes and tuk-tuks everywhere. Um, and there's no concept of lanes over there. And there's no. no order on the roads. But they are terrible drivers, but also world-class drivers at the same time. Because if I was driving on that road, like, I'd be crashing into everyone. But they never crash. It's <laughs> remarkable. Humongous place. It's bigger than London. It's got a population of 10 million. Uh, the metro was it was good. The food was exceptional. Like, I'm a massive mm. curry connoisseur over here anyway, but it took my expectations of what, what to expect of a curry here to far larger heights. The naan bread. I had one particular naan bread, which was a chilli garlic paneer naan. Oh, like, the God. eyes were in the back of my head. They were, they were fixed in the back of my head. I was in a state of arousal. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. Um, and obviously the curry's great. And then that's before even mentioning the cricket, which was, yet again, I've picked one of the most remarkable test matches in England's history. You must have been pinching um, yourself. Wow, yeah. how have I pulled this I, off? I couldn't believe my luck. I really couldn't believe my luck. It, well, walked off the ground after day two and you're thinking that England are down and out and you, you're staring down the barrel of, of maybe the test match only lasting three days. And I went with North End supporters, Laurie Brown and James Walsh and and James's girlfriend, Grace, uh, and they went to Kerala um, after day two. So, as you can imagine, once the result came flooding through, they were absolutely like sick as a dog. They were in India, but they didn't see England register that historic win. Uh, but I'll not go. I'm not going too hard on them, on those guys. But I can go hard on on Ted Frimston, who is also <laughs> an authentic supporter, and he's my umpire on a Wednesday night. Indeed, he does. He umpires for the Preston North End Cricket Club and he saw 37 wickets in the Test match before leaving two overs prior to the end. And of course, England got the job done in the denouement of day four. And Ted left to go to try and patch things up with a little bit of a lover's tiff that he had with his missus the night prior. But his missus didn't have a clue about the incident because, you know, there was a few kingfishers involved. He was stunned that Ted had got back early. But, of course, he had no data. So when he got back, he realised that not only did his, did his missus not really approve of him back early, but England had got the job done and registered one of the most remarkable victories in their history. So, yeah, <laughs> Ted was, was absolutely fuming. Uh, he's still out there now. He's going to Vizag for the next Test match. So hopefully England can continue to plough that historic furrow that they started in Hyderabad for him. Uh, because, you know, obviously we wound him up, but I did feel for him. You're never living that down, are you, really? No, no. But... Oh, Ted. Ted, come on now. And you're still getting rid of a bit of Hyderabad today? Well, i not, not entirely sure how to answer that question. Just been to wag a Did you cope okay? Oh, yeah, yeah, perfectly fine. Yeah. I had no, um, I had no, well, I had complete control of what went in and what went out of me, which was, um, Good. Which was ideal. Let's put it in the most polite terms. No, the food was world class. I'm genuinely A-list stuff. We went on a crew uh, tour on my first day there, and it was in the old town in Hyderabad. Just quality. There was this, like, a bit like a chutney made out of new Greek and chilli. And it's one of the best things that's ever been in my mouth. 
it was brilliant with like a nice hard to describe what it was it was a bit like a really light nan bread but yeah it just got better and better and then Hyderabad's famous for its biryani uh, and that was great as well and there'll be people listening to this absolutely fuming that what we've been talking for an estimate of about 10 minutes and we haven't even mentioned Preston North End. But you got you got the North End stuff yesterday, yesterday's podcast. That was an intense so football football episode, wasn't it? I it was I just... really, really enjoyed it. It was it was an episode that I would never have been able to produce. Guy Clark Wonderful. is pure class on these things. And then you you orchestrate it really nicely. Like Thank this you. isn't me blowing smoke up your arse, but you you are a genuine genuinely A list podcaster. Like the way <laughs> you make it flow is an absolute joy. You're a little bit like a midfielder just pulling the strings, Supplying. playing intricate passes here and there. Yeah. Really, really enjoyed that podcast, yeah. To kudos to you. And of course we must give credit to Daniel Flynn, our producer. Outstanding. Who, um, who is doing a sterling job and we're grateful for him. Not sure he'd be overly impressed with us doing two podcasts in a week, though. Not sure that's what he signed up for. Yeah, we'll owe him a few pints. We'll we'll have a Christmas do next year or this year. Me, this you, year. Guy, Daniel, and the Big G. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Big G can come along. But we aren't here for no reason, are we? We aren't. Transfer deadline day tomorrow. You expected the quietest end to the quietest window, and then bang, Gianluca Di Marzio steams in with it. Nobody was like. Nobody was expecting that, and I shouldn't sound like I'm laughing because there were people genuinely pretty worried about this, and understandably yeah. so, because apparently Sal and Itana are in talks with Alan Brown, mm. and you just didn't see that coming from anywhere, did you? But my word, it's been interesting 24, 48 hours now, won't it? Obviously, manager's going to speak tomorrow, but yeah, what was your reaction? It rocked me a little bit. Yes, I think I proclaimed on the pre on my previous appearance on this podcast that there's absolutely no chance that Alan Brown will leave North End. Brown will sign. Yeah, and that really, really rocked me. Like I just thought he had the perfect sort of life here, really. Like closing on the all-time record. He's got a young family settled in the area. I think he moved house recently as well, where he he sort of made his own house. So I just thought that Alan Brown would be here for years and years and years, and you're naive as a football fan to do this. Yes, you should never, you should never fall too deeply for these people. And time and time again, this sport does it to me. But it's worth noting that it's all alleged, isn't it? Like how many times have Sky Sports ran a story that is doesn't happen ultimately? So I said to you on text, didn't I? Like, like the more that I think about it, the more it sort of makes sense. Like Alan Brown starting to get on in his career. Like he'll always be a legend here, whether he leaves now or leaves in a few years, or whether he never leaves. And it would appear that he's got a frayed relationship with the manager. Like he made his four hundredth appearance off the bench at the weekend, which Guy Clark put it really nicely actually, when he said that, you know, ultimately you've got to take sentiment out of the game. Ryan Lowe would have no doubt loved to have started it. Uh, and obviously Ryan Ledson if if you are training well, then you've got to have a way into the team. I get all of that. But then Alan Brown's been one of our... Well, he has been our best player this season. He's been a great leader on the pitch. And his performances this term have been outstanding. So, look, I don't know, 100% started him. And I can't imagine him being overly impressed with that. Look, I hope Alan Brown stays because I adore Alan Brown. I think he's been class for North End and like a real leader and all that sort of thing and energy with 
We're just misses engine in the midfield for me. But you couldn't be a begrudging this move. Like it's a great opportunity to go onto the continent to play in Italy's highest division, albeit for a team who are likely to get relegated. So, but to me, it just looks an opportunity too good to miss. Would you rather play for Felipe in Zaghi or Ryan Lowe? Would you rather play in Serie A or the Championship? To me, I'd be heading over to Italy. He's, he's played 400 times for North End. It's short career, isn't it? Obviously, we don't know if this is true. But one thing you'd say is that he's a massive reporter, this guy. He doesn't. He's not thrown Alan Brown's name next to this club out of nowhere, has he? The word from Preston is there's been no approach, but obviously the relevant point is that Alan Brown's in the last six months of his contract and overseas clubs can then approach players, can't they, playing in England? So if they wanted to do a pre-contract thing, then they wouldn't have to go for a North End at all. And he doesn't have an agent, so it's very hard to find any information on this. But I think you make a good point. Like When these things happen, you're always looking for a reason, like, why would you want to go there? And then you just got to stop and think, well... Hold on, what? why not really? <laughs> Search Salerno looks all right to me. I wouldn't mind yeah. for a bit. Crikey. And obviously, yeah. we love our club, don't we? And we think Preston are a massive club and Brown thinks that as well, obviously. But uh, come on, look at that place. It's absolutely beautiful. I think it'd turn anybody's head. Of course it would. I'll tell you what, I wouldn't have, been, wouldn't have minded to be a fly on the wall when he received that phone call. He must be thinking, who the hell's taking the piss out of me here? Some bloke with a... <laughs> You could do quite a good Italian accent. I mean, why the hell would they be interested in me? But it'd be a great experience. Uh, and you couldn't begrudge it. You really couldn't, especially... You don't get many opportunities to go overseas, do you, as a, as a no. footballer? Especially an Irish lad. Like... I'm trying to think of some Brits who've gone over to Italy. Ray Wilkins went over, didn't he? Um, David Platt. Robbie Keane. He's not really a Brit, Robbie Keane. Yeah, Platt. Micah Richards, Becker. Ashley Cole. Yeah. There's been some good names, haven't there? Tammy Abraham. I suppose Brown's not a Brit either, by the way. Oh, no. yeah. Abraham, Chris Smalling. Anyway, we're, just, we're not just rattling off Brits to go over there. But, um, yeah, it's a sort of move that would be... I don't want to be like this, but it would be quite good for both parties, really. The last thing you want, from our perspective, would be to see Alan Brown playing for a team in, in the Championship against North End. It just wouldn't be right. Whereas if he was to leave North End, which I don't want to happen, obviously, but if he did leave, then that sort of glamorous route would be would be quite a nice one. You know, he rocked up here at 18, he took the ultimate risk, left Ireland with nothing really but that drive and ability, um, and he chased life. He dared to dream. And then he's made 400 appearances for North End, who I bet in his wildest dreams he would he would never have thought that when he arrived at, on New Year's Day 10 years ago. Um, and then to get the move at the end of it to Italy to play in Serie A, like, this genuinely is a stuff of dreams. Like, this could be made into a film type thing. So, but I hope, so obviously I hope he stays at Preston North End because you know he's, a, he's the ultimate role model for uh, the ultimate professional that you want to see playing for your club, really. You've got to be realistic, can't you? I think from a footballing point of view, you can obviously point out that this, this team are having a terrible season, aren't they? The 12 points, bottom of the league, they're going to probably get relegated. So, And also the fact it's very late, isn't it? This in the day, really. If it was to move, I mean, Ryan Lowe literally said last week, nobody's going to be leaving. But I'm not sure people take those comments too seriously these days. I, I mean, think you yeah. can't legislate for a bid like this, can you? Like, Could you imagine I, I messaged you? If I was making this thing up, 
I wouldn't be able to make this uh, this sort of thing up. Like it's that sort of abstract. It's that bizarre. Yeah. Like North End players never, ever, ever get linked to a move to Serie A. No. Like, what sort of thing is happening here? I can't. Yeah. Ima- I can't. Your head says that you can't imagine Alan Brown dropping his bags on deadline day and going to Italy. He strikes me as a very family man, doesn't he? Very yeah. cares about his family, thinks things through very logically. And if the day ever came for him to leave, then it'd be a really thought through thing. He'd want to know all about the club, where he's moving to. And you've not really got the opportunity to do that with a day left, have you? But yeah, crikey. And for it's cool from like Sky Sports in Italy as well. Like Sky Sports tweeted it. And- a big player in the sports journalism industry. Tweets about Alan Brown of Preston North End going to the top division in Italy. It's um, yeah. staggering, really. Of course, we all hope that he stays because, really, he's integral to us. You think Brown would value the culture, don't you? Stratcher is that kind of person. That would really appeal to him. In Italy or here? Just the whole thing if he was going to Italy, yeah? That lifestyle. Yeah. He's clearly the sort of bloke who takes genuine care in everything he does, really. Like yeah. his comments in the press are great, and and you can tell them meaningful, and that's not the that's not the case for many, especially not the manager. But when Alan Brown speaks, you tend to listen, um, and I could imagine him going over to Italy, learning the language. You know, he'd, he'd fit right in in Italy. Good-looking lad, like can you imagine getting <laughs> bronze skin. He'd have that certain glow about him. I could imagine him playing in the San Siro and having no issue whatsoever, really. I actually think it would be a great move, but it would be absolutely inconsolable if you went. be a late sucker punch, wouldn't it? It's just a funny timing with all this narrative of him and Lowe and up on the bench last few games. And then suddenly you can picture him going, can't you? When all along he said, I want to break that record. And you, you just thought he'd be at North End forever. But you could forgive anyone for after 10 years fancying a change of scenery. And then something like this comes along and you're thinking, your head would probably think, wow, I might never get this opportunity again. In fact, I, probably, I never yeah. will. Yeah. It is a once-in-a-lifetime thing, but like you said, there are other factors that you will have to factor in, like the family, the house, uh, his genuine love and affection for uh, for North End, because he's clearly got all that. And, you know, a move to Italy is all well and good, but can he leave North End behind? Uh, because it's been his life, really. Joined at 18 and, you know, to make 400 appearances. And he'd e- easily break the appearance record if he should. Yeah, he would. And that's a big accolade, I think, to him as well. Like he's talked about it in the past. So these are all the things that you need to consider, if, if it is true. Because it might be absolute nonsense. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with Matt Delivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. There's been a few championship players, I don't know if you've seen why you've been in India, but linked to Italian clubs lately, like Clark and Whitaker were linked with Lazio. 
and then suddenly Brown to them. It's a bit of a funny time and you're wondering if they've kind of looked at other top players out of contract in the championship, Sim Brown, and maybe they're trying to get a real like low bid in the in the last yeah. last few hours and maybe try and get him over there out of Preston really late in the day. I, I don't know. I don't know if these things work really, but you know, that that guy's not tweeted it for no reason, has he? Maybe it's quite an untapped market for Serie A clubs, especially towards yeah. the lower end of the league. Like they can come and get some quality players, uh, and obviously they've got the the attraction because they're playing in the top division and they play against massive clubs week in week out. Maybe it is quite an untapped market, and you'd be an idiot to completely dismiss the idea of going to Italy to play for a football team. Like, you I would think it'd be an absolute joy, wouldn't it? Irrespective of where they are in the league. So. Uh, yeah, I mean this club's just signed Jerome Boateng, hasn't it? I mean, Jerome Boateng won the World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and we don't have a World Cup winner at North End. No. Um, so, yeah, it'd be quite nice know. rocking up to training in the sun every day and chillaxing with Jerome Boateng, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd fair, love to know what... Sorry, go on. Having read up a, a little bit on them, I think they are like they're trying to bring in like a real plethora of players, aren't they? Likely out of desperation. Yeah, um, targeting plenty of players, they're bringing in plenty of players, especially on like pre-transfers. So, yeah, maybe they're just trying to th- throw plenty of excrement and hoping that some sticks. <laughs> yeah, Crikey, we'll be glued to it tomorrow, won't we? Sky Sports News. That's not really what it was, I guess. But oh, will we? Is he still Jim White or not? Surely, no, no he's talk sport and he's he's long gone. To be honest. Yeah. I, I couldn't really I tell you who's. I couldn't really tell you who's there now. No, I I can't stand Sky Sports. Other than James like... Jason Hamburger. Oh yeah, oh yeah, Jason Hamburger is an absolute joy. But <laughs> yeah, it's just a long day. Like I used to lap it up when I used to be in school. Like I'd I'd be trying to get the day off ill and just absorb it all. But it's a bit bit intense for me. It'll be that Carve Solocol, won't it? And Oh, he'll be checking his phone while he's on Sky, while he's on telly. Oh, what's this? Yeah, swiped (laughs) it on Tinder. (laughs) Oh, God. Hope you're well, well, Carly. Yeah, Yeah, if you're listening, pal, I hope you're all well. Tell you what, though, I reckon he could do some serious damage on Tinder, Carly. Right. Anyway, moving on. Mm. We're going down a bit of a, um, a rabbit hole there, aren't we? Like, like quite a few North End supporters have done over the last couple of days. Stop it. But, we, but it would be remiss of us to take a deep dive into that stuff. I was going to be at the quiz tomorrow night with the darts on the telly at the Sir Tom Finney's new t- televisions. Television at every seat now. Have you seen that? Correct. Un- yes, unbelievable. Sure. But maybe I'll be covering Alan Brown going to Salonitana. Salonitana. <laughs> <laughs> I, who knows? It's easy to say. Yeah. Why don't you take your laptop to the quiz? As long as you're not Googling the answers to questions. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? There was that guy who used to be on his laptop a lot, wasn't he? Gaming during the quiz. Remember that? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. You could tell that he, <laughs> that he wasn't a quizzer. He was he was playing Minecraft and other things. I think it was an excuse for his guardians to bring him along and still quiz. It's, yeah, he's a bit of a masterpiece. Really. Um, but yeah, he did used to have his laptop. I was always very suspicious. And to be fair, that team have dropped off a cliff since he's not been there. But maybe it, it, it was just hiding in plain sight, being a, a real <laughs> cheat. Maybe, yeah. 
Did you miss Millwall or were you completely not bothered? Well, I was in a bar in um, in Hyderabad, uh, struggling for Wi-Fi, managed to get bits and bats of it. I've not been to Millwall now for a few years, which is a massive shame because I really enjoy that day out. And yeah, there's always a part of you that like, when you're not there when North End are playing, there's that, that guilt, really, and that horrible sort of feeling of, of you not being there. But it's obviously from afar, it looked to me like a pretty decent point. I was quite happy with it. But I've watched the highlights and if Brad Potts scores at the back post, which would have spot wild, a wild melee, then everything's hunky-dory, isn't it? I've spoken to people who went and they say that maybe Millwall were there for the taking, but yeah, to, to answer your question, you always get a little bit, a little bit of FOMO when you're not there. FOMO, yeah. I was, but I was watching a historic North uh, England winning Hyderabad, so you know you don't miss it too much. The occasional, um, the occasional miss game. Ipswich will be tough, yeah. won't it? They like to score yeah, a lot of goals. Yes, tough, tough game. Of course, I didn't watch them against Leicester because I was away, but obviously it looked like they were resolute and then hit Leicester hard towards the end of that game. It will be a tough game. They're towards the top of the league. I wouldn't read whatsoever into the defeat against Maystone at the weekend. But it's the sort of game at Deepdale that North End shouldn't fear. They can go in there and hopefully it'll be quite an absorbing game. Like it was at Portman Road, actually. Like North End tried to go toe-to-toe and they were naive at times in that game. But it made for a real entertaining watch. I imagine that that the two teams will score, it's just the case, as always with football, of who will score more. Well, but I'll just hurl a quiz question at you out of the blue. I hadn't got one, but I found oh, one. Jesus. Uh, January 2014, Ipswich at home. That is horrible. 2014. Oh, FA Cup. Joe Garner, hat-trick. Superb, yes. Yeah. Superb. Brilliant. I remember, I remember us two flirting with the idea of going to Portland Road because it was a replay, weren't it? We drew at their place. 1-1. Kev Davis, yeah. I think, scored. Yeah, yeah. Um, I remember that, yeah. Yeah. We we wow. were going to go together. It was in that... And what a date it had been. We used to go to those. Yeah. Mm. We used to travel together on the club coach. A memory came onto my f- Facebook the other day of North End's board draw at Bradford, nil-nil. And we went to that contest together, didn't we? Yes. That's a really clear day for me, that. I remember that like it was yesterday. Yeah, I do. Special memories. Right up. Let's wrap it up. Yeah, absolute pleasure to be back. And fingers crossed, by the time this hits people's ears, Alan Brown is still North End's number eight, eh? Or maybe maybe he'll be packing his suitcase. Yeah, we're going to have to get it out relatively soon because... Let's say Alan Brown has either gone or he stayed, then all of our conversation will be redundant. Really, we need this yeah. out in the next hour. Get it out now. The people need this. Yes, they need it in the veins now. So Flinny, Dan Flynn, our producer, it's time to get that laptop up. Mm. Come on. Let's get it out. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything. 
from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute and P&E are on the TV. You're watching with all your mates and the McNugget share boxes are open for all. Your pal's already been booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Result. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. Are you in? At participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com on the McDonald's app. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.